Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. Superchargers, headlights, and more with over 122 million parts. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time, or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Volume. It's the most wonderful time of the year. What up, y'all? T-Bob here from Snaps, your new favorite college football show on FanDuel. And it might be getting cold, but the sports calendar is heating up. That's why it's the best time of the year. There's so much different place to bet on. Whether you want to bet on the World Cup, you want to bet on uh, the NBA, the NFL, college football, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. Uh, They have great exclusive offers, boosts. You get paid fast when you win. And they have all the different ways you can play. Moneyline, over-unders, totals, props, future. And with live betting, you can jump in even if you get to your phone late. And who doesn't love a good same-game parlay? Plus, FanDuel now live in Maryland. And never forget, that's what Maryland does. Crab cakes, football, and FanDuel. So use promo code SNAPS and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more. What's up, Snaps? Aaron Murray here. You know what? I was munching on a little salad, you know, in between shows, trying to get some food, and I don't want you nice people hearing me eat, so I did put it on mute there for a second. Uh, Happy Monday, everyone. Uh, Snaps here, Aaron Murray, and I'm also not used to starting the show off. My boy, T-Bob. Make sure you go hit T-Bob up on social media. Finally got a boy. For those who missed it uh, or do not follow T-Bob on social, once again, go follow him at T-Bob. Uh, something along those lines. I had a boy, two girls, didn't know until Friday they were going to wait till the uh, the reveal. Uh, he gets his do, uh, T-Bob number four. Uh, so congratulations to him. He's uh, playing daddy today, should be back with us tomorrow. So uh, you got me, we had a great show. We're going to break down Dion primetime Sanders going to Colorado, the excitement there, why I think that is a tremendous hire for the Buffaloes and grid spot somewhat for him a little bit, you know, don't know necessarily if he should have gone there or Cincinnati or maybe somewhere else, but you know, anywhere he goes, 
I do have a good feeling that there is going to have success that falls with him. Uh, we're also going to have Pete Nakos from On3 breaking down the crazy day. Today started the, the portal, transfer portal. What a wild, wild time. So make sure you do go to On3 and check it out. They got some great stuff. Breaking it down position by position, where everyone is in the portal. And obviously they'll update you too along the way of where these kids are going to be going in, uh, in the transfer portal. I'll also break down Anthony Richardson, Florida quarterback. Moving on, leaving to Florida. He's not hitting the transfer portal. He's going to the NFL. Is he ready to take that next step? We will break that down. And then also make sure you put your questions in the chat on YouTube. We will get to them as well, or I will get to them as well and answer your questions as we get ready for bowl season. As like I said, we can you know, talk about a little bit of the Georgia Bulldogs. We can talk about LSU getting that ass whooped. This past weekend, I had my thoughts on that Saturday, so make sure you go watch that show. Uh, we broke down everything that occurred in the bowl games, or excuse me, at the bowl games conference championship weekend, along with the college football rankings that came out yesterday. Uh, big shout out to Jar Darth Janus. Janus, there we go. Uh, in the chat, nice little super chat. Says Rocky Bob, no more. Little Trojan boys, the petite Trojan boys are gone. It is time to join the dark side. I'm working on him. I'm working on him. I do know he will be wearing, or I'm going to have to send him some dog gear here shortly so he can cheer on the dog since his LSU Tigers uh, will be going to a bowl game, I believe, in Florida, but unfortunately not be playing uh, and competing for a national championship. All right, let's get after it. First topic of the afternoon, Deion Sanders leaving Jackson State, uh, just won back-to-back -back SWAC championships. Moving over to Colorado, and it really came down to three schools. It came down to Colorado, it came down to Cincinnati, and it came down to, to USF. Tennessee's offensive coordinator is uh, going down to USF, and uh, I believe Cincinnati's stealing Louisville's head coach. He's going to go up there and be the new head coach there at Cincinnati. But Dion, this is about Dion and his move out there to Colorado. Was it the best fit for him? I don't know if it was the best fit for, for, for prime time. And I think we, we touched on it a little bit last week when we were, we were talking about this. I thought Dion could have maybe waited another year, had an opportunity to go to an even better spot. Uh, I just thought that for, for him, possibly the thought of, hey, man, I'm in contention to get the job at Auburn. I've been in discussions to, to possibly get the job at Georgia Tech. Maybe it is time for me to take that next step in my career. I've done a lot to Jackson State. I've given them a lot. I've brought a lot of exposures for those who say, oh my God, he's, he's a fraud. He's leaving them high and dry. Look at what he's done for Jackson State. Championships, top recruits, national exposures, new facilities, college game day. He has done more for those, that universities and the HBCUs than, than any other head coach that I can remember. So hats off to him for what he's accomplished there at Jackson State. It was his time to move on. Just like anything else in life, you ball out, you take care of business, you become one of the best, and then the natural progressions, you take that next step in your life, you go get paid. He's getting a, a hefty, hefty salary bump from you know somewhere in the, the low six figures to now over $5 million per year. I know Dion has money and he made money in the NFL, but that's, that's, that's some good stuff right there. That's a lot of money, and I think anyone in this chat or watching this show would gladly take a pay raise to that magnitude. So I don't blame him for leaving. Like I said, he has done everything that he promised that he could have done there at Jackson State. And I don't think that anyone should be upset for him taking the next move over. Uh, what does this mean for Colorado? Did they get the right guy? And how do I view 
this higher. So I was this morning uh, on my way into work to do some other stuff, uh, a couple other shows, and I put on his, his not his press conference, but when he got in front of the team, when he got in front of the, his, his new team or what is going to be part of his team because he's going to hit the transfer portal hard. He's already bringing his son and, and he said 10 other guys from Jackson State to be on the Colorado team for next season. But those guys in the building and the excitement, the energy was electric. It was, if I'm a kid in, the, in, the, in those seats, sitting there and Deion Sanders is in front of me giving me that speech. And he's he's and I know he's going to be the next head coach. The energy in that room had to be like I'm sure those kids were shaking. Like you know, if you you meet someone and you're excited, you're thrilled, and you're trying to play it pretty cool, but like you maybe your hands under a table and you're kind of like shaking a little bit, like nervous. I guarantee those kids were just shaking in their boots. Like my goodness, like this is this is more than we ever expected going to Colorado. Let's be real. Like Colorado has been irrelevant. This is a team that went one in eleven this past season these kids never dreamed when they made it their decision to to, to play in that football team that Deion sanders prime time would be their head coach so when i was listening to him talk uh it, it it brought this little thought in my head of what if i'm an auburn fan right now and before i get too deep into this i will say this like i i, I like the hugh freeze hire i have not i think hugh freeze is going to do a great job at auburn if I'm an Auburn fan, I should be really excited about Hugh Freeze and him coming back to SEC and what he could do for my program. But if 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 I'm a booster, recruit, whatever it is, and, and I turn on, say, YouTube, and I go watch, and for those who haven't watched it, don't do it right now. Make sure you watch our show. But afterwards, go watch Deion Sanders when he talks to his football team there at Colorado. I'm sitting down watching as if I'm an Auburn fan saying, did we get the wrong guy? Should we have tried harder or should we have at least offered him when, when Lane Kiffin decided to stay at Ole Miss? Because the energy and the excitement and the respect and the national attention that we are giving Colorado, we would have been given that to Auburn. And every recruit that wants to go be with primetime, that wants to get all the national attention to, 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 to feel the juice that primetime is going to be bringing to Colorado that he would have brought to Auburn, I'm kind of sitting back like saying, damn. Does Hugh Freeze bring that kind of excitement? Does does is are there are there millions of re, you know people and there's you know thousands of recruits turning on to YouTube and four and five star guys whether they're in the portal or guys in the high school ranks tuning on and watching Hugh Freeze talk to the Auburn football team? Probably not. Are there thousands of recruits and and millions of people tuning in to watch Deion Sanders talk to a one in eleven Colorado football team? Yes. Yes. And, and, and it goes back to what I've talked about with what it takes to be a head coach. It doesn't have to be X's and O's. It doesn't. You, you, you hire coordinators. And what do you say when you talk to the team? I'm going to hire the best staff, coordinators, strength staff, recruiters, everything. We're going to have the best. And you can't tell me if he went to Auburn that he wouldn't have the best resources around him, enough money to hire whatever coordinator he wanted on both sides of the football, enough money to bring in the the a staff that we saw Billy Napier bring into Florida, where it's essentially a two-to-one ratio of coaches to players. He would have been given those resources at Auburn. But what he brings that is different than any other coach in America, besides maybe Nick Saban and Kirby, is that it factor. He has it. He has, when he says something, 
it goes viral. When he says, says something, every recruit antenna goes up. What did Dion say? Where's Dion going? Maybe I should go take a go take a trip to Boulder. I heard it's pretty. I heard it's a beautiful campus. Now they got an exciting coach that's going to bring a lot of excitement and energy and money from from boosters to make the facilities better for stadium upgrades. Everything that they need, Dion is going to go out there and do it. What is he? He is a CEO. He is a recruiter. He's a guy that he said in there too. I went and talked to our 10 biggest boosters and they're in. They're ready to go. They're ready to take care of you. They want to make sure that you are focused on the NFL and not having to worry about going out there and getting deals. You're going to get yours. Now I'm going to make you a winner. Now I'm going to turn you into a champion. Now I'm going to turn you into a guy that can play at the next level. So I'll go back and say this. Auburn got a good coach. Auburn got a really good coach. And I think Hugh Freeze is going to be a, 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 a guy that has a chance to make that program relevant and competitive. And, and we'll see how they do in the SEC. But when you have an opportunity to get a, a guy with an it factor, a difference maker, a guy that can touch every aspect of your program, I just think, man, that Auburn in two, three years is going to be sitting back saying, why did we not open up the chest and bring in Pime Time? I, I think I think he's going to bring, be bringing in guys in the portal. I think there's every recruit under the sun that is going to want to be making a trip to Colorado and Boulder and seeing the beauty and seeing the excitement and seeing the juice and seeing that itch factor and wanting to commit to Deion Sanders. And I'm excited to see the ride, man. I am excited because what he did at Jackson State, back-to-back SWAC championships, the recruits he brought in there. He brought a five-star recruit that had offers from everywhere in the country, offers from Alabama and Florida State and Georgia, brought him to an HBCU. What do you think he's going to do now that he has a Power 5 job? Hmm and more resources, and more money. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited to see. Good for Colorado. Good for him taking that next step. It's always tough, man. It's always tough taking that next step. He's doing it. Now the question is, if he succeeds at Colorado, and he balls out, and he flips that program around, I'm not saying they're going to win their conference. I'm not saying they're going to win 10 games, but can they get to a bowl game next year? With the guys he's going to bring in, I'm sure that's going to be the expectations, and I think he can. And if he gets that program eight, nine wins in three seasons, does he take that next step to an even better program? His trajectory right now is on a different level. Excited to see what Dion continues to do. Home run higher for Colorado. All right. Well, I had a great opportunity. We're going to transition a little bit to the transfer portal. It's open for business. 45 days of Christmas, 45 days for these head coaches across America to sweat it out, not knowing what kid on their roster is going to be leaving. And then also having to do a little bit of extra work. Get your butt in the portal. Find out what pieces you can get to better your roster come 2023. It is on like Donkey Kong right now. It started today. So we brought in On3 and Pete Nakos to chat with us a little bit about what the hell is going on and what is going to happen over these next 45 days. And get your mind right for Recruiting 2.0. All right, Snaps family, we talked about it a little bit at the end of the show. It is one hell of a day, a very unique day, and a lot different from when I played, just with all the, the NIL and transfer portal and guys being able to kind of go into free agency. So we had to bring in someone who is a, an expert on this on three sports. It's a great job. Pete Nakos joining us right now. Pete, man, thanks for jumping on the show. Yeah, you bet, man. Happy to be here. Wild day. Yeah, I mean, my goodness. What, what's what been 
because it's it's been going on for a while and obviously this is now really when it ramps up there's a 45 day period for kids to be able to to hit the portal and for teams to go out there and pick them a little bit different than we've seen in years past there's two timings now and it's after spring uh what what are your initial thoughts on that like is that good for the game to have these set times where these kids can go in there or should it go be what it was last year where it's just an all-year thing you can kind of go in when you want I, I would say I personally am a fan of the, like, window period. I think it's near somewhat of what the NFL does. It, I'm sure – I know for a fact the coaches love it because it brings some sort of structure to it. Um, so, yeah, but it's still going to be wild. It doesn't really change, like, how crazy the transfer portal looks. Yeah, it's – I don't know. It, it's funny. Like, I, I played in the NFL for a few years um, and, and got to kind of see that. I had my, I had my cup of coffee – and and the roster change was constant. You know, you were getting, you know, from the end of your season, whenever it was in December or January, to when you got back for OTAs, it felt like 50, 60% of your roster was brand new. And then even during the season, the first four or five weeks, you know, they're trying out guys, they're bringing in two or three new guys, they're going to cut a few more guys. And then it was always evolving. What are we What are we going to see more of this year? I guess I, po- I pose this question on social. I'll pose it to you. Will there be more roster turnover in college football than there is in the NFL? And that includes, obviously, transfer portal, uh, high school recruits, and then guys just obviously transferring or tra- transferring, but graduating and moving on. I would say 100% much more tr- uh, turnover in college football right now than you'll ever see in the NFL. Um, and it's a mix of a lot of things, right, Aaron? So, like, you have – the kid, there's tampering, so there's kids going in uh, because they've been asked to go in, and then there's the athletes going in who know how good they are, and they're going to go get cash. And then there's, it's it's not as big as it once was, but there honestly are athletes in there who just want to change the scenery, right? I mean, you played with guys who I'm sure just Athens wasn't for them. They wanted out. Yep. Maybe it was a grad transfer. I mean, so like that still exists in this day and age, but the the number. Uh, of entries driven by that is just smaller. All right, we have Pete Nakos here with with On3, breaking it down for us. Make sure you go to On3 to get all your news when it comes to what's going on at the transfer portal. Uh, you brought two two interesting words there, payment and, and tampering. And this whole NIL world has really, I think, made the transfer portal hit a new level that may be a little bit uncomfortable for, for those who are more traditionalists, who believe that, hey, you should go to a university, get your degree, you know, work your tail off, you know, earn your playing spot and go out there and excel and then move on to the NFL or whatever's next. And I do agree, like coming out with both these at the same time, you know, changing the rules where kids can get paid and then obviously change the rule where kids get that one free go, I think really upset a lot of people. And you got to get, listen, the game's changing, get used to it or don't watch it. But I guarantee everyone's watching with close eyes, you know, not only the playoffs, but what's going on with the transfer portal. But how much of it is to do with money? Because we're seeing some big time guys that are starters at their universities, maybe smaller universities, but you're starting hitting the portal and the thoughts of going somewhere else. How much has to do with the money? I think it's really a case by case basis. But like, I mean, like, let's look at what the quarterback market looks like right now. I think a lot of the guys going in, it's either they want more NFL development or they truly believe that they can command a strong market value in the seven figures. Um, and as I was talking about with some other people, I mean, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on this, but you can't like blame a guy for wanting to like get his, his worth when he can, right? Like you never know yeah. when that 
torn ACL is going to come. You never know when that's going to happen. So I know it's like short-term money and people will talk about that, but you also can't blame a kid for trying to get his market value when he still has a value. No, I, I listen, I'm all, I'm all for it. Like if you have an opportunity to go make money, you know, go make money. I mean, I, I shoot before spring break, my junior year, I wanted to go down to Key West, needed a little bit of extra cash. I was at the local Dodge dealership cleaning Dodge cars out. So, you know, I, I, I had to find a way to make some money. It would have been a lot easier had I been given six figures to post three pictures on my social media, which would have been awesome. So yeah, if you have an opportunity to go get right. these deals, go get your money because you said it, like you don't know how long your career is going to be. You don't know if you're going to make it in the NFL or not, or if an injury occurs. So go get paid right now. Just be smart with it. Don't go be blowing all that money yeah. right now. Um, when it comes to that, though, I, I think the issue with me, so with this whole NIL, is NIL was intended to be marketing expenses, essentially, for these companies. Like, hey, you ball out Canes or whatever mom and pop shop or whatever car dealership says, hey, we like you. You're kicking ass on the football field. We like your brand. We, like, we, we want you to represent us. Here's X amount of money to, to wear our jacket or post on social media. Like That is, that is what NIL is for. It is what's being done in the NFL. Right. But now the problem is, is these collectives. And I brought up to you before the show about you know, a guy like Drake May. You know, If he hit the portal, would he go to Alabama? You said, no, 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 they'll pay him more at Florida. So this has nothing to do with his name, image, and likeness in my mind. This more goes to what collective has the money to put him on salary. Is that what you're seeing more compared to just a normal marketing deal? Yeah. I mean, NIL was meant to let the quarterbacks of the world be able to cash in like with the, the driver around like a dodge for example right like bryce young's done really well he signed with dr pepper it has morphed into this like you said collectives and it's not even fair to call it like free agency because it's not free agency in the nfl it's, it's completely different um so yes there's there's backroom conversations there are um handshake deals on on nil packages that can be put together things of that sort so yes i don't even know it's not endorsement deals anymore it is like a glorified um recruiting wars from what we used to talk about with mcdonald's bags but it's it's it is um basically like evolved yeah no i was talking to a guy i'm not gonna name the university or the person uh this was last year uh, a big time recruit or guy hit the portal and he was part of a collective and he was on a flight to go meet with that recruit. And all he had was one big duffel bag in his hand. That was it. That's the only thing he had uh, to go lure this five-star recruit to come to the university. I mean, that's, that's the world we live in now. And it's, it's, it's legal. You can do these sorts of deals without being ashamed of it. I mean, like goes back to even like last year with, with A&M, you know, you know, Nick Saban comes out there and accuses Jimbo of buying the class whatever who cares i mean for right now like if you're allowed to do it and you you have the resources jlab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are perfect for calls listening to podcasts and working out they are built for every single moment jlab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics ucla duke gonzaga indiana st john's tcu vanderbilt arkansas minnesota san diego state and more from lively tailgates 
to coaches play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals. JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The money to go get the top recruits in the country you would, in my opinion, be idiotic not to tap into that or have your people tap yeah. into that to bring the top players to your said university to make your football team better. My question to you, though, is like, do you believe that's sustainable? Like, are we going to see these money bags and these donors be willing to give that kind of cash to get these kids in the portal, to get these guys when it comes to the high school? So, yeah, two things right there. The first thing I'll say is like, so it technically is not legal. But the NCAA has not done anything to stop this. Yeah. So, like, to sit here and even have the conversation, if it's legal or not, it's not even worth it. Like, I'm not going to ever blame a school for going to do something because mm-hmm. they're not scared. Uh, the, the, the current NCAA president is a lame duck. Like, no, one, no one's nervous about anything coming down. Now, is it sustainable? I'm not really sure. Like, Aaron, if you were running a collective and won the national championship right now, would you still find the need to continue to pay athletes or, or would you feel like your return on investment was completed? See, I'm the opposite. Like I, I would continue like you, 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 you always the, always the running joke, especially in the South is like churches get more money on Sundays after a win. So I think a collective 
uh, is in that same boat. Like if you're winning, people are going to continue to to pay money and give to the yeah. collective. You start losing, like like A and M. Like to me, if I'm a if I'm a, a donor there at A and M and I put fifty thousand dollars to six figures to go get this number one best recruiting class of all time there for the Aggies last year. And I see guys smoking in the locker room. I see guys uh, getting suspended before games. Don't don't even think about coming to me because I ain't giving you jack squat next year. Or I'm going to cut my investment in half until you prove to me that you can go get the right kids that are actually going to go out there and perform and and actually make a bowl game. I mean, AM for that recruiting class, what they've done in years past, didn't make a bowl game. I did not feel like I got my return on investment. So no, no, no. I'll pay for championships. I'm not going to pay for mediocre play, in my opinion, for those guys. So we'll see if it happens. Um, back to the, the 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 portal, and we're seeing mass numbers of guys head to the portal. We're seeing coaches uh, across the country hit the portal. Like last year, you know, USC obviously proved the model out that you can you can rebuild a team in a, in, in one year with a new coach and have success. You know, Lane Kiffin here in the old in, in the SEC at Ole Miss had success using the portal as well. How much of this is affecting the attention and the focus on the, the high school rankings and the high school recruitment for these kids? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been having a lot of conversations like the last 72 hours about like, in some situations, like recruiting has come to a standstill in like the 2022 and 2023 classes because so much of the attention has moved to the portal. Um, and it's only a 45 day period, right? So like you need to mm -hmm. like evaluate this film on the fly and identify who you want. And then at the same time, at some of these programs, you need to then have a conversation with your collective about what the market value is for one of these athletes and, and what sort of package can be put together. Um, and then from there, I mean, you move on. So yes, it, it has completely altered everything we know about college football. And uh, high school recruiting is being heavily impacted by it. Um, so yeah, it is just wacky right now. And and the one theoretical question that keeps being thrown out there is like, um, what if a high school athlete's like commitment is rescinded? Like what, right? He hasn't signed a national letter of intent yet. If you can go get a better offensive tackle out of the portal, like nothing is holding that school accountable um, to fulfill that that promise yeah it's crazy time crazy time for coaches crazy time for players it's going to be exciting for us in the media because it gives us a little bit more to talk about uh during some usual dead periods i mean like right now uh we'd be kind of like okay let's i guess start talking about bowl games we can push that off a week and talk about what's going on yeah. in the portal nil all that good stuff so pete man appreciate you jumping on and once again for those wondering where to catch pete go to on three uh, get all the latest when it comes to the portal news. Keeps you up to date with all the athletes. I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at the QBs, running back. I mean, I'm scrolling down the list of QBs and just like, my goodness, the amount of guys that have starting, uh, you know, have started this past year and actually played well that are in the portal, just ready to go find their new home. It is a uh, brand new world, man. I feel like I'm playing a video game at the moment. So, Pete, once again, appreciate you for Wild jumping time. on with us today here at SEPS. Appreciate it. Thanks, Aaron. All right, that was awesome talking with Pete. What they're doing at On3 is awesome. Uh, I'm on it. It seems like every day now. I'm going to be on every day for the next 45 days, like I said before the interview, of somewhat Christmas for these coaches, see if they get a nice little present, maybe a new quarterback, a new running back, or if they wake up the next morning with a little bit of coal because their starting quarterback 
hit the portal. I was serious, man. I'm going through it right now. In the amount of quarterbacks that have played a lot of football games at a very, very high level that are currently in the portal looking for a new home is astonishing. You know, you, you who would have thought that, hey, I'm a starting quarterback at a Power 5 school, playing well, earning my degree, and I'm going to pick up and leave. It's just, I don't know, game has changed in the past 10 years. I know there's a lot that goes into these decisions, playing time, pro career, NIL opportunities, money, all that. Go do your thing. All I'm going to say, be careful and do your homework, kids, because it ain't always greener on the other side. Uh, 50% of these kids are not going to find a new home. And what do you do? Come begging back to your old coach and your old team saying, hey, I effed up. I want, I want to come back home, mom. We'll see. We'll see. Going to be fun. Going to be exciting. Gives us a lot to break down over the next 45 days. You saw the Jackson Smith and Jigba news? No. Oh, please tell me it's good. Please tell me it's good. Well, good's a matter of, uh, you know, opinion. He is not playing in the Peach Bowl and will focus on preparing for the 2023 NFL draft. Wow. Wow. Well, that's good for the dogs. For the red helmet right there, that's good for them. I mean... Man, you know, I know T-Bob is going to give me some crap for this tomorrow because I've been saying all year, just wait until Jackson Smith and Jigba gets back to see what this offense can do and how much they can take it to another level because of obviously the way Marvin, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. has been playing this entire season. So big loss for Ohio State, huge for Georgia because of the big question marks heading into this game are going to be, can they improve from what just went down versus LSU, especially with LSU, their backup quarterback, Throwing all over the place. So Georgia gets A.D. Mitchell back. Should be a lot healthier. Played a little bit this past weekend uh, versus LSU. So that's good news for them. Bad news for Ohio State. They'll be without um, probably a top two or three receiver in the country as he gets ready for the NFL draft. All right, another guy that is getting ready for the NFL draft, Anthony Richardson, quarterback for the University of Florida, is leaving Gainesville. He's not going to hit the portal. He's not looking for more money. He's going to the NFL draft. Uh, I know there's been some 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 talks about this for the past month or two. Will he stay? Will he go? What's the decision you're going to make? I'll say this right now. He ain't ready. He ain't ready. You ain't drafted Anthony Richardson right now to be your starting quarterback come 2023 if you're the NFL. You're drafting him because you see the potential. You see the arm strength. You see the size, the mobility, all that. He needs... My goodness, I, he needs two or three years. So if Anthony Richard thinks he's going to be a top 10 pick in the, in the draft, I don't know where he's getting his information from. This ain't the, the, the error anymore where you draft a quarterback inside the top 10 and you put him on the bench for three or four years. Like how many guys have we seen do that lately? Jordan Love at, at, at Green Bay wasn't a top 10 pick, but a first round pick. You know, Lamar Jackson had an opportunity to sit for a year, but he is not, I don't think, mentally or physically ready to play at that next level. He would have benefited from not only staying for one more year, but I think he would have benefited from staying for two more years and playing college football. You've played one season, an average season. I would even say at times below average season, inaccurate at times, turnover issues. Go watch the tape. You've played, I would say, three good games as a starting quarterback at Florida. You are not ready to make that jump. You know why he did it, though? When you ask the question of like, okay, Aaron, the kid has to be somewhat realistic. 
Like he has to see the tape and know I would benefit from coming back. And I'm sure, you know, his coaching staff told him that. I'm sure there's other people that are in his life that have told him, hey, man, come back for one more year and 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 you're going to help yourself when it comes to being more prepared to get in the NFL. But then he looked at the quarterbacks coming out this year. Who's good? Who's elite? Who's a guy that you say right now, I need to draft him as, as a top five pick and he's going to change our roster? Is it C.J. Stroud? Mm, maybe. I, I don't love him as a top five pick. Is it uh, Bryce Young? Eh, 5'10", 180 pounds? Can he, can he handle the NFL and the beating and everything? Talent-wise, great. Arm strength, maneuverability, all that. But he's, he's tiny, man. Kyler Murray's tiny too, but Kyler's thick. Got a little bit more, little bit more beef on them bones. So is he someone that I'm going to risk $30, $40 million on with his size as a top five pick? Will Levis. Accuracy issues, turnovers issues. So I think right now Anthony Richardson looks at this draft and says, okay, there's not a lot of great quarterbacks coming out this year. I have an opportunity to get drafted decently high. You look at next year's draft class, Caleb Williams, Drake May, um, the kid from Texas who flashed at times this year, played bad down the stretch, but I think has has talent to, you know, if he improves year two, Quinn Ewers, there you go. He looks at next year's draft and says, there's a lot more talent, boys. There's a lot, mom and dad, there's a lot more talent coming out next year. Maybe I should, maybe I should go this year and take my chances against a lesser pool of talent. The issue with that is none of those guys deserve to be in the top 10. So as soon as Will Levis drops, as soon as CJ Stroud drops, as soon as Bryce Young drops, he's going to drop as well. So you look, you can look at it that way too. Like, okay, those guys drop at, and they, say those guys get drafted between ten and you know the the beginning of the second round. You're still a second round quarterback. Where next year, Drake May and Caleb Williams are going to get drafted in the top five. So they're off the board. They're gone. You can still get drafted in the first round. So I think mistake in that category. You're not going to get drafted in the first round. You are a project. You're going to end up sitting on the bench for a couple of years losing that time to continue to get better as a quarterback. And and what have we learned from Florida? We just talked with Pete about NIL and transfer portal, all that, and 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 why he thinks if Drake May leaves North Carolina, he may go to Florida instead of Alabama, is because Florida has their crap together when it comes to the name, image, and likeness, and their collective. They got a boatload of money. They're doing a great job down there. I've talked with their collective, the Gator Collective. They have raised millions and millions and millions of dollars. Anthony Richardson may get paid more if he would have stayed at Florida than what he's going to get as a rookie if he's drafted, say, in the, you know, I don't know, late second, third, fourth round. So why are you leaving? Who is giving you your advice? I think this is going to be a, a one of those, because he ain't going to get drafted on, on Thursday. It's going to be one of those awkward Fridays where we're all sitting around and ESPN is going to go to his home in Gainesville because I don't think he's going to get invited to the draft. Going to go to his home in Gainesville every time a team's up that needs a quarterback and he's going to show Anthony Richardson. And the discussion is going to be like, what was he thinking? He could have played at, 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 at Florida, the school he dreamed about going to, had another year to develop and a second-year coach, more talent around him, bettered his draft stock, and still made seven figures. So... To me, why did he leave? 
did he not want to handle the, the 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 pressure being the hometown kid hearing the noise week in and week out that you aren't you aren't living to up to expectations that's the only thing that to me that makes sense at all and that, that, that that's it I, I gave you the argument for why you know quarterback class wise it's not as you know just as silly to leave this year than it is to stay another year you're still going to get drafted where you're going to get drafted at least next year you have maybe an opportunity to put more film on for those pro scouts to watch so a little bit confused good luck to him though i do think he's talented i've said it for, uh, since the beginning of the season first that game versus utah there is talent there and what do we know about nfl head coaches they think they can turn any kind of guy any kind of talent into a pro bowler that's just they're, they're cocky but they're the best of the best so they should feel a little bit cocky for 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 being in a head coach of an nfl squad i think he's a late second round third round pick and shoot maybe drops a little bit below that definitely ain't gonna be in the first round i don't care what he looks like or how good his measure measurables are at the nfl combine all right i want that's enough ripping anthony richardson i just wish he would have stayed another year i think it would have been better for him at the end of the day uh, i'm gonna jump into the chat real quick gonna answer some of y'all's questions um as i can pull up my chat real quick there we go all right uh, i saw this one earlier in there uh this is from christopher david he says do you think uga's defensive game plan against ohio state will be similar to how they played tennessee i do i think i think the game plan is keep everything in front of you it is it is i've said this numerous times on the show it is not easy for an offense going against an elite defense and georgia is an elite defense they're not as good as they were last year but it's still one of the best defenses in the country it's not easy to drive 12 15 plays 70 plus yards and score touchdowns it is hard hard to go against a defense with that speed and that talent to score touchdowns inside the red zone what do you need to do you got to hit chunk plays i said that you know what was lsu's key to the game to scoring points you got to hit some chunk plays you got to take some chances they connected on some big plays down the field and were able to capitalize that and put points on the board ohio state is going to have to do that so for georgia Similar to they did versus Tennessee, you got to keep everything in front. You got to make CJ Stroud second guess himself, see if he can get a turnover. But most importantly, just don't give up the explosive play. And I think you're going to have plenty of plenty of opportunities in the red zone to hold Ohio State to three points instead of giving up those big plays for seven points, which are game changers. And Tennessee missed a couple. And going back and watching that game, Hendon Hooker had an opportunity to hit two balls, a, a go ball, and an inside fade to Jalen Hyatt. He missed them. CJ Stroud, man, he's accurate. He's deadly down the field. We'll see if he can make those throws that, that Hendon Hooker was not able to make. But I think Georgia's defense, three weeks to prepare. You're going to give Kirby and that defensive staff three weeks to get ready. I feel very, very confident Georgia is going to be ready to go. I uh, talked with, with, with Lassiter actually this morning, and they are more than ready to accept that challenge. All right, Bilbo Baggins in the chat says, uh, thoughts on primetime? announcing that his son is going to be the starting quarterback i don't know if he announced his son's going to be the starting quarterback from what i saw uh what i saw is during his actual press conference he said he's coming along i'm i got my quarterback i got this i got essentially i'm bringing my louis but he did say i think he like kind of looked over to his son i think his son was there when he was in the press conference and said he's gonna to have to earn it and i think that's the smart move the last thing you want to do is come in there bring in all your players from 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 jackson state and and gifting them a job that's not the kind of culture that you want that's not the kind of culture 
that you want to start off your, your tenure there at Colorado. What you want to do, and I think what he's going to do, and he, he told the players this during their, their, their little powwow, is we're going to compete, and I'm going to weed out the weak ones. I'm going to weed out the ones who truly do not want to be here, and we are going to get after it every single day. So the best programs, Georgia, Alabama, what makes them so good? They compete their asses off every single day in practice. That is what Prime is going to want to do. He is not going to want to hand gift anyone, anyone, a starting position there. And I know it's his son. I know his son probably going to get every opportunity. You know what? Good for him. But if he craps the bed and doesn't look good in, in spring ball and summer and fall camp, hey, you know what? Got to teach your son some hard lessons sometimes. Put his butt on the bench till he's ready. But uh, we will see. But I guarantee, like I said, it is going to be about competition there at Colorado as he tries to get that team from 1-11 to maybe going bowling next year. We'll see how he does it. Uh, A Barge 11 says, uh, how Aaron or T-Bob are functioning with a newborn is beyond me. I was a zombie for weeks following my kid's birth. Brum should step it up unless he is a face for radio and take over. Damn, Brum getting called out. Brum is a very... Brum is a, a beautiful human being, a quite physique intimidating human being as well. My first time I met him. Um, we're surviving. Mama Murray's doing a great job. Uh, my wife, Sharon, and I'm sure T-Bob and his wife are getting by, but we're, 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 we're veterans at the game. T-Bob is his third. This is my second. Been there, done that. Obviously, for those who have kids know there is a lot more confidence with number two than there is one where you're freaking out that anything you do May harm the baby a lot, lot more confidence. All right. Uh, another one by Ibarge. Saturday Down South quoted me saying, Staquavius, who looked fresh for that game, is the best dog ever. Is that so? I think so. I think Stetson has proven to me. I talked to actually with DJ Shockley this morning about this exact topic. I asked him, where is he rank and greatest quarterbacks uh, in Georgia history? And I think we both said one. You know, it, it, we're like pitchers, quarterbacks. We get judged off wins and losses. That's it. That's the main thing. Stats are great. Like, listen, I I, I own every SEC stat in, in America, or in the SEC, excuse me, not America, in the SEC, or most of them. Damn kid from Mississippi State. So one of them. I would trade my 101 touchdowns for a national championship. That's all that matters. Stats are great. It's awesome. It's, it's, it's really cool to see. It's fun. I'm lucky enough to be able to play that long to get them. I would trade anything. To get a national championship ring, Setson has a natty. He has an SEC championship. He is from pretty damn good stats too, and a chance to win another national championship. And and, and there's a lot of people that have been adding me on social media saying, "Oh, Stafford's the better one." Stafford's the most talented quarterback to ever come through Georgia. No, no doubt about it. Stafford is 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 stupid talented. Uh, everything you could possibly want for for a quarterback, and obviously proved it last year on his way to winning a Super Bowl. But Stetson is the greatest quarterback in Georgia history. Two very different things. Greatest, most talented. Don't get them mixed up. Stafford never won a championship. I never won a championship. Shock won an SEC. Buck won a natty, but Buck ain't doing what Stetson's doing. Buck just, you know, I love Buck, but Buck wasn't asked to do as much as Stetson did. So, yeah, Stetson is, is to me, everything you want. The story's incredible. I just hope when the, when the movie is made, of Stetson Bennett, I'll get my fresh fade. I'm actually getting a nice little fresh fade on Thursday, and uh, I will be ready to take over as Dequavius for the documentary. Uh, Andy J says, going for a third 
Murray. No chance. Um, I got my boy. I got my girl. There's no reason to, to, to mess around. You know, man on man coverage. You know, I get one. Like weekends are great. Sharon right now is taking care of the babies, our baby. I take little man to the park for the day. So it is working out absolutely beautifully. All right, everyone in the chat, thanks for jumping in. Like I said, T-Bob, I think should be back tomorrow. I'm pretty sure he is. He hit us up today saying I need one more day with my little man to hang out with him a little bit more before I get back to snap. So make sure you jump back in with us tomorrow. Appreciate y'all in the chat. Great questions, great interaction as always. Everyone listening. And uh, we will see you tomorrow, 2 o'clock Eastern, with a brand new edition of Snaps. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 